first and foremost, big, big time win for us. Really proud of our effort. Uh, our guys fought and competed in a way that uh, makes all of us, the coaching staff, really, really proud. Welcome to the third episode of Views from the Zoo. I am George Michalowski with my co-host Stephen Thompson, and today we will be recapping the Pitt-Northwestern game from Wednesday night and looking ahead to Gardner-Webb, who Pitt will take on this Saturday afternoon. Steve, overall, what did you think of the game last night? Yeah, really strong showing for the Panthers, uh, especially in the second half. You know, that, that first half was troubling. Um, a lot of their problems that have plagued them over the past couple of years have uh, started to rear their ugly heads, um, you know, uh, missing a lot of shots. They struggled on the road. Um, all these things kind of kind of combined to, to make an ugly first half. But one thing they did do really well was they defended. Um, they defended all the way through. Um, Jeff Capel highlighted that. Um, uh, excuse me, Xavier Johnson and, and Justin Champagne we talked to last night, they highlighted that as well. So uh, that, that kept them in the game, um, and that's kind of what you need to do when, when the shots aren't falling, especially if you're getting good shots. Um, you got to defend. That kind of thing travels, um, and that thing can – can keep you afloat when, when offense isn't going well. Um, but, you know, like you noticed uh, when you were there, they, they also kind of created their own energy off of that defense, right? So they didn't let these missed shots, as, as frustrating as they were, uh, they didn't let them tie them down. For sure. And, uh, I mean, yeah, we got to talk about the first half. I really wish we could just put it behind us and leave it in the past, but, I mean, it was awful. Some first half numbers for you. Uh, we started out 2 of 23 from the field. I mean, first half, we had Horton going 0 for 4, Johnson 1 for 9, Champagne 3 for 10, Jeffress 1 for 5, and Koulibaly 0 for 2. Um, as a team, we shot 20.5% from the field and 14% from 3. And, I mean, it was just an awful display. It was hard to watch. But somehow, some way, I mean, with our defense, we were only down 11 at the half. Yeah, and, you know, they were, they were lucky enough to be in a position to – to, to be within striking distance and to, to come back and win that game. But uh, I'm not sure they're going to be able to play like that uh, a lot throughout the season and, and pull out the win like they did last night. Um, they, they've got to be cleaner, you know, plain and simple. Um, you know, there were a lot of – it wasn't just the missed shots. They had a bunch of turnovers, and then uh, they started to rush. You know, they started to panic. That's something that, that I think – this happened a lot when when things go poorly for them, uh, not just this year, but but in the past. These guys panic um, and uh, try to do it all themselves. They try to get it all back in one or two plays. I think, you know, there's a particular sequence I remember uh, early in the game. Ithiel Horton uh, missed a jump shot. He was wide open, clearly frustrated with himself. Came back down on the defensive end, overplayed his man, tried to get a steal. His man slips behind him, has an open shot, and Horton just thousand thousand shooting a three-pointer happened right in front of jeff capel and you could see how angry he was uh you know he held his hands up he was like why are you doing that um so it's that kind of thing it's not just uh not making mistakes but not letting them carry over and not letting them affect every other part of your play um and that's something they did really well in the second half when you look at holistically the entire game but uh there were still those moments in the first half where you could see that their frustration 
Yeah, definitely. I mean, I wrote about it in my uh, five takeaways from the game article for Pittsburgh Sports Now. You guys can go check that out. Um, but yeah, we if we want to win games in the ACC, if we want to win non-conference games, anything this year, we can't come out to that slow of a start. I mean, we got lucky. Northwestern did have a lot of open look. We defended well, but they still had a lot of open looks. They could have put us away early. But yeah, in the second half, I mean, we came out. It was a new X. I mean, 16 minutes left. Uh, I think both teams had started 0 for 5 from the field. And X hit another three, uh, or he hit two threes in a row, making it 34-30. So at that point, I mean, you could tell, like, the pit bench got going. Um, you could tell we had all the momentum, and and we were just there to play. And and Xavier Johnson, something at half just clicked for him, and he, he put it in the past, and he played great second way. Yeah, I, I thought it was really just he saw the ball uh, go ball go through the hoop once or twice. Um, uh, I think that's kind of a cliche sometimes, but I think it's true. It's not a you know, it's it, it's not it's not made up. You know, uh, there's there's something to be said definitely for for confidence and just seeing that ball go through the hoop once and then having that spark you the rest of the way, especially for someone like Johnson who who drives so much off of his own confidence. Yeah, Capel talked in the post game about how Xavier was such an emotional player and how sometimes his competitive spirit can be his best strength and his best weakness. So he's, I mean, he's just got to fix that. He's just got to handle it. He's got to keep himself under control and know that he can't do it all himself. But, I mean, he looked great. And someone else, someone else who played a really big game last night was William Jeffers. Um, 13.50 left in the second half. He nailed a three from the corner. I mean, the bench was going nuts. And and shout out to to Aiden Fish and the the bench mob last night. I saw he got some TV time, but uh, but all game he and the rest of the bench mob were getting the team going uh, with no fans in the stands. It really did make a difference. Like I was there, and you could you could tell Pitt had all the momentum because of their bench, because of their assistant coaches, Coach O'Toole, Coach G. I mean. Jason Capel, you saw him jump on the last play of the game. It's all over Twitter. They had the team going, and and we just took that energy and rode with it. And uh, and listen to what Champagne had to say about how the bench affected the game with their energy. From, from the jump of the game, we said that we we got to be our own energy. We got to create our own energy within ourselves because nobody in the stands. And we knew we were on the road, and we just did that. And I did it then. But anyways, back to Jeffress. He played fantastic, well beyond his years. Uh, what did you see out of the young 17-year-old last night and, and so far this season? Yeah, I, I really uh, underestimated how valuable he would be right away. Um, his, he's really smart. He's a really smart player. Um, you know, there's some guys who, uh, you know, can rely more on their speed and thrive off of that, you know, thrive off speed, athleticism, skill. But but Jeffers, I think, is a player who uh, thrives more. He plays a more cerebral game. Um, you know, he's he's – a very smart defender um, and that'll keep him on the floor. You know, you, you always have a place for a solid defender. Um, and, and on the other end, he's not going to, you know, shoot you into a hole either. You know, he makes good decisions with the ball on the offensive end. He can rebound. He runs the floor really well. There's just not a lot of holes to his game and that's going to keep him on the floor. And I think in fact, uh, he played himself into a, a, a starter's role. I think uh, come Saturday, we should expect to see, William Jefferson, the starting lineup. You know, it's interesting you say that because 
I definitely think he's deserved a starting role so far. And with Horton going, I think, 0 for 5 last night, zero points. Um, you could tell Capel and the rest of the staff was just comfortable having Jefferson in the game. Mm-hmm. But I just don't know because he's so young. I mean, second youngest player in Division One. The broadcasters on TV love bringing up that stat, by the way, every single game. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, 17-year-old, I just don't know if he'll be as comfortable coming straight into the starting lineup. But I, who knows? I mean, he could be ready for it for the big minutes. I mean, he played 33 minutes last night. I mean, that was that was huge for him. So so we'll see if he gets a start. But uh, other than that, Justin Champagny, I mean, he dominated. That was one of, if not the best game of his career at Pitt. 20 points, 20 boards. Uh, first time Pitt player has done that since Dewan Blair. I mean, he was all over. He dominated the glass. He was just everywhere last night. Yeah, and we talked about energy, and, you know, I, I saw uh... – you know, I saw this today, but 2020 games don't happen on accident. You know, Northwestern wasn't sending a ton of guys to the glass, and they're not a, a particularly strong rebounding team, but you have to really want it to, to get a 2020 game like that. Um, and so when you think about energy, when you think about uh, the kind of energy that's necessary to mount uh, uh, the kind of comeback that, that Pitt had last night, the things that Justin Champagny did, diving after loose balls, rebounding, doing the dirty work, that's the kind of stuff that you need when shots aren't falling. When you're in a hole, you need something to spark you. You need you need something that you can control, and, and energy is something that you can control. Um, so Justin Champagny putting that into effect uh, early and often was was essential, I think. It was. It was huge. And and we can't forget to mention the play of the other freshman, too, other than Jeffress. I mean, Hughley had a huge and one dunk, nailed the free throw with a few minutes left. I mean, at that point, it felt like the game was slipping away. Um, there, I mean, there were a bunch of those points yesterday where I thought Pitt had no chance. But at that point, it felt like Pitt was kind of slipping away. Hughley comes down, throws it down, and one. I mean, the bench, the bench got fired up there, and I think it just inspired the team. And then uh, Noah also had some great minutes. Odakale had a really nice drive. Um, he got past his man. I missed the layup. May have gotten fouled. Maybe not. But uh, I really liked what I saw to all of them. So it was great to see. Yeah. Um, I thought, you know, you could make the argument that that two of the game's biggest plays, uh, the Kugli uh, dunk and uh, and and one, and then Odukale's steal at the end uh, that, that I think cut the lead to one uh, with like 25 seconds left or something inside of half a minute. Those were two of the biggest plays of the game, um, other than than the game winner by Champagny and, and Johnson's assist. Those were those were two of the biggest plays of the game, and and especially for Odakale to come in while Johnson was on the bench with some foul trouble and and to provide some solid minutes as a backup point guard. That's incredibly valuable. Um, they don't win that game, I think, without those solid minutes from from Odakale, and then of course with the steal that he created. Uh, towards the end of the game no doubt no doubt he's I mean obviously he had that hand injury in the offseason Odakale but I like what I've seen from him so far this year I mean and if you look back at his high school highlights I mean he's explosive he he made some flashy plays at the high school level and I think over the next three four years um, for as long as he's here he's going to be a, a big player for us and when X is gone he most likely unless we 
somehow commit a 2021 point guard or a transfer, um, he's going to be playing the point, even though he's he's a tall guard. But, I mean, he's versatile enough. He can do it. So I'm excited. So Pitt's got Gardner-Webb this Saturday at 4 o'clock. Game time got changed from 2 to 4, and it will now be televised. So uh, what are you seeing in Gardner-Webb? Well, quite frankly, not a whole lot. Um, they haven't played a game yet, so we haven't really seen anything from them. Um, but uh, we know they'll return one of their leading scorers, Jaheim Cornwall. Um, he's a good three-point shooter, um, shot above 35% last year, um, 13 points a game. Um, but they also lost uh, Nate Johnson to transfer and then uh, Eric Jamison, who were their other two leading scorers. Um, Jamison graduated. Um you know, there's not a whole lot to say about the, say about this game from a Gardner Webb perspective. I think because it'll all the outcome of the game will be more determined by what Pitt does than than anything that Gardner Webb really does. Um, you know, their head coach Tim Kraft, he always has uh, some strong offensive teams. They score can score seventy plus with ease. Um, but like I said, it's going to be more about Pitt playing at home and in a way responding to a big win, um, a, a gut check win, a, a gutsy win. But now they have to prove that the things that they did the, the, in the second half that we just praised them for, they aren't just flashpoints. They aren't just examples of stuff that they can do, but it's but that they're, they're habits and they're things that they can consistently do uh, throughout a 40-minute game of basketball for the entire time and then uh, kind of expanding from that through an entire season. For sure. And, and after Gardner-Webb um, comes the ACC. So, I mean, we've got to be ready. we got Miami, Louisville, and, and uh, Duke. First three yeah. ACC games. So not going to be easy whatsoever. So we've, yeah. got to, uh, we've got to tighten things up and, and keep it rolling. Use this energy and keep winning. Three straight wins. So we're, we're doing all right. Could be worse. But um, that's all we've got today. Thank you guys for tuning in to episode three of Views from the Zoo. Uh, looking forward to the next one. We end today's episode with a few quotes from the post game from Coach Jeff Capel and forward Justin Champagny. You know, I think it's desire. I think it's uh, toughness. I think it's, uh, you know, having uh, a grasp of what it is you're trying to do. I think it's togetherness. I think it's all of those things. And I think they did a really good job of that tonight. That was that was just a relief, like a relief moment. Like, I felt like we worked for that, you know? We wanted to win that game so bad. And we went out there, you know, we played our hearts out and it just happened. It was a good feeling. He just told us that we're good. Like, we just put a lot of pressure on ourselves, you know? We just, everything was like, things weren't going our way in the first half. So like, we just had a lot of pressure on ourselves, but we just said, we're like, we good. And we we'll come out there and play our basketball, we did. I expect that from Will, you know. I've been around Will for a couple of months now. I just see like he got the, the potential to be a great player. And I just love to see it, you know, see him see him get, get time like that and, and be comfortable to play with us. You know, it's a, it's a big step for the team and a big step for himself.